Now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shout Out. I'm Maddie Shelton. I'm Steffi Barnett. Uh, on today's show, we speak to Trans Pride Southwest. Plus, Queer Street remembers and off the record send us their latest updates. Uh, all that more right here in the next hour. Hello, Terry. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I just bum 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 in your ear. <laughs> no, well, there is there isn't actually because these these headphones are distorting. So, oh, are they? Right. I've played with them, <laughs> with Terry, and um, I can't do anything about it. Oh, is that better? Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. A little bit. No, yeah. not for yes. me. I've gone. We're so uh, running high tonight. But, you know, I was fascinated by the story in the news, uh, they just reported it there on our live broadcast on Thursday night, that they've invented vegan biodegradable glitter. Now that's nice. going to go down oh, by the Pride Festival. Wow. So, vegan biodegradable. Bring on Christmas. I know they definitely, they definitely had um, biodegradable glitter for, for a little while. Have they? Right, yeah. this, this is both vegan and biodegradable. And nice. made, made not, not, not uh, microplastics, nice. but biodegradable stuff. Yeah. I, I believe it's... Um, well, in that case, it may not be, but I do know that they make plastic out of um, um, tomato skins, which is one of the biggest waste products in the world. Oh, um, And I you can make re- recycle it into a... Um, biodegradable plastic. Don't you eat your tomato skins? You don't peel your tomato, surely. You think how many pizzas get made uh, every year, and of course they don't have the tomatoes. Uh, skin in it, do they? So I wonder how many hours are spent peeling tomatoes in pizzerias. <laughs> That's your next job. If you <laughs> wish to accept it. <laughs> what peeling tomatoes? Yes, this recording yeah. will self-destruct in ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> your mission. Your mission. Oh, you in are life. funny. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, anyway, I uh, got um, uh, events on, and our first ever live guests yes. since COVID. Well, welcome to so. Transpride South. Western yeah. Nice to have live guests. Mm. Finally. Yeah. 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 Um, if we sound a little bit, I mean, we keep sounding different because at one minute we're at home, next minute we're in, we're in studio two this time. You always sound so, different each week. I know, yeah. Yeah, my voice broke last week. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going down that hole, Mr. Shield. <laughs> Many have, so, but yeah, it's, 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 it's nice. Um, you know, I mean, we, we didn't have many prides this year at all, did we? So um, it'd be no, there were a handful. There were a handful. There's quite a lot I'm just, of online. I'm pride. ignoring you and just completely moving on. Have you noticed? Yeah. <laughs> Terry's making faces. That's why I'm laughing. Well, we did have Bournemouth Pride because I went. Yeah, but we didn't have Bristol Pride. Did it was little, it, 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 it? was little. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it'd be good, good to catch up with them. Um, and uh, Queer Story's back as well. It's nice to hear uh, Ez's voice. But you yep. haven't done one of those in ages, No, have you? we haven't had room, so I yeah. just tick 
you know, kicked her into touch. <laughs> Are you trying to suggest that, you know, I'm not on shout out enough, Andy, and you'd like me to do. Well, you're very loud, so, you know, it's oh. very quiet when you're oh. not here. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm just glad to be back, and I hope, yeah. I hope you enjoyed. Um, yeah. Have you got, because um, this is a special one, it's on Remembrance Day, isn't it? This it one? is. But have you, have you got any in the pipeline that you can give us a hint about? Have you thought about who you want to do next? I have always got things in the pipeline, as they say, yeah. but um, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. Oh. So I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep them to myself until <laughs> until I know what they are. Oh, <laughs> Basically, <right. laughs> I just didn't want to let on. Oh, so have we done Alan Turing yet? We've, we've done, done a bit on we've him. We've done Alan we? before, haven't we? Yeah. yeah, we did a did a special for his um yeah birthday. Yeah, uh, you did do ago. Alan. No, I didn't. So didn't you? No. Oh well. well, that might I be one to put. I don't think pit. so, but you know, might there we go. I there. could do a whole one about mm. Bletchley and Alan and his yeah. um, his brother's son. So his nephew has written a very, very interesting book about oh. Bletchley. So yes, very good idea. Yeah. Um, if I haven't done it, and I, I know I should know, then I'll be doing another one. So, and Lister, that was one of my favourites that you did. And um, mine should have been one episode, and I think it was yeah, three well, in the end. Four, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they're all up on the website, shoutoutradio.lgbt, if you want to go have a listen uh, to, to them again. But yeah, it's, it's fascinating. It's right. not nice Can to I go now? Because I want to have a listen. What? To what? Do you need me anymore? Well, we I want to go and have a listen. Yeah. Yeah, it all stops if you're not here. I knew That's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks as well to ha- um, Hazel Dean. Um, she's tweeted something. So if you're interested in putting your favourite lyrics that actually mean something to you, then go on to our Twitter feed um, and uh, follow Hazel's instructions. Mm. What's, our, what's our Twitter? At shoutout underscore radio? Uh, yes. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, anyway, yeah, lo- lo- loads to come. Uh, so stick with us. We're going to pop across and catch up with uh, Off the Record. So uh, have a listen to this. We'll be back in a minute. My five on shout out. Welcome. We're Freedom News. Freedom is OTR's gender and sexuality project, the oldest in the UK, providing a safe space for LGBTQ plus young people. Check out our website, otrbristol.org.uk, or email us at lgbtq at otrbristol.org.uk. Um, the focus for this month in November is um, trans visibility event stuff, because there's Three, trans, which are Trans Awareness Week, Trans Pride Southwest, and Trans Day of Remembrance. And we're going to also look at why events like this are important. The 20th of November is Trans Day of Remembrance, which began in 1999 and founded by Gwendolyn Ann Smith. It's important to memorialise trans lives lost, um, to educate people, for people to say, hey, I relate to something, for people to get involved and have their voices heard. Um, Another event that's happening also on the 20th of November is Trans Pride Southwest. Um, This is an event that has a community day and a protest and many different meetups within it. Um, They're also holding an online visual. Why are events important, such as Trans Awareness Week and Trans Pride and Trans Day Remembrance? These events are important because it's mostly about education and fun and coming together and being joyful and happy. Um, 
um, it's important that these exist because it shows that trans people should be celebrated and have are able to have like role models that are, have similar experiences. Trans, gender diverse, non and non binary people should exist without apology. Wishing everyone a happy Trans Pride Southwest. If you have a story you could tell in five minutes, get in contact. Visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Uh, that's the lovely Adele. That's the latest one. That's uh, easy on me. Beautiful. So, I was just, just telling the, the, the team here that um, she's just released a video on YouTube of the behind the scenes of the oh. making of the video. The video is oh. amazing. It's like black and white, mm. and uh, you know, a bit a bit like when she did Hello. Um, yeah. I don't know if you saw the video to that. Oh, it's yeah. like, and and there's, there's some hilarious bits in it. It's like um, you know they're trying to um, make her pick up a briefcase and walk out, and the coat keeps getting in the way and ruining things. And there's another one where she sat down singing. And they've got this fan blowing leaves and paper at her, and she's in the middle of singing that that song you just heard. This piece of paper just goes smack in the middle <laughs> of her face. <laughs> she's got a brilliant sense of humour. I remember watching her on Carpool Karaoke with James Corden, yeah. and she comes in with her own mug of tea. And I just yeah. think, well, there we go. There's Adele. Yeah. Um, and I think they sang Hello for a bit. So, well, it's not lovely she's back. I don't think the album's out yet. I think it's uh, not out for a, a couple of weeks yet. Um, no, but the ABBA album has been released, hasn't yes, it? Yes, I haven't heard it. Um, I've only done the ones we played on here. So I don't know the other I haven't heard the whole album. And no. actually, shocking, I really like ABBA and I didn't know that. So oh. I'll be listening this, Ooh, yes. this oh. weekend or yes. tomorrow. So. Be a good, oh, sorry, be a good gym track, I think. Mm. So, yeah. Anyway, should we find out what's going on in the world? Why not? Let's. This is Shout Out News on Thursday the 11th of November. Jane Ozan, founder of the Stop Conversion Therapy Coalition and head of her own campaign group, the Ozan Foundation, writes in The Guardian a clear and reasoned critique of the UK government's plans to end the practice of anti-gay conversion therapies, which are in reality a gaggle of extreme religious groups who believe that they can offer some form of spiritual transformation of LGBTQIA plus people. Mrs. Zan finds that although provisions to protect young children from these religious groups are to be welcomed, major loopholes will remain in the proposed legislation as it stands. Zan argues that the idea that there can be informed consent to conversion therapy is erroneous. We do not, for example, allow for any consent for probable dangerous practices, such as female genital mutilation, for example. With their track record of suicides, depression and anxiety disorders, and scores of people having left to denounce their practices, anti-gay religious conversion groups cannot argue that consent operates in any meaningful way. 
The Scotsman newspaper says that gay Scottish National Party MP John Nicholson has submitted to House of Commons security a tranche of abusive tweets sent to him by the somewhat misnamed LGB Alliance, a group which is steeped in homophobia and is listed by most LGBTQ political commentators as a factional group fronted by the far right. Mr Nicholson and other MPs have been working closely with common security advisers in the wake of the fatal stabbing of Sir David Amos by a religious fanatic several weeks ago. Mr Nicholson revealed that he had been consistently attacked by people associated with LGB Alliance who called him a rape enabler and other terms which appear to stem from the fact that Mr Nicholson supports transgender rights as part of his wider commitment to human equality. The LGB Alliance messages have been viewed by Sir Lindsay Hoyle, the House's Speaker, and referred to security advisers. And the top heavy metal music magazine, A Fistful of Metal, this week meets up with pioneering British metal band Judas Priest, whose founder and lead singer Rob Halford has been out and proud as a gay man for the last 30 years. Priest have been making music since around 1969, but really came into their own with the 1978 album British Steel. This collection of tracks was to inspire what is known as the new wave of British heavy metal. Bands like Iron Maiden and Whitesnake, who acknowledged their debt to Rob Halford and his compatriots, in Priest. The Fistful of Metal magazine is available at WH Smith's and larger record shops. The Socialist Party of England and Wales, formerly known as the Militant Tendency, hold their annual conference at Queen Mary University in London and on Zoom for remote participants all over the weekend of Friday the 19th to Sunday the 21st November. Workshops will include Why Does LGBTQ Phobia Still Exist?, the party is Marxist in orientation and might interest some on the left of the LGBTQIA plus movement. Pop along to our website for a link to the conference website and downloadable documents. Sophie Ellis-Bexter already has a reputation as one of the nicest people in show business. Now the veteran of many regional prides, including Bristol, will be appearing on BBC Radio 2, performing a 24-hour dance-a-thon to raise money for the annual Children in Need appeal. Launching in 1929 in the early days of radio, Children in Need was a half-hour appeal every Sunday for its first 50 years, and then in 79 copied American fundraisers by switching to BBC television networks and becoming a telethon-style event. Today it raises tens of millions of pounds every year. Miss Ellis Bexter's Dance-a-thon developed out of her YouTube channel where she hosted weekly dancing and sing-along songs from her kitchen during lockdown. The 24-hour event launches at 9.25am on Tuesday 16th November, finishing the following day at 9.25am on Wednesday 17th November at the BBC Radio Theatre in London. BBC Radio 2 presenters will be dropping in on Sophie through the day and listeners to the network will be asked to dig deep in emotional support and financial considerations. Well, I hope it goes well and it's not murder on the dance floor. And finally, Trans Radio UK, one of the family of radio stations that carries Shout Out, has enjoyed a massive boost as its programmes are now audible on digital radio across the Republic of Ireland. Listeners can tune in across the country as long as their radio sets get DAB Plus services. This is an enormous list, a lift, I beg your pardon, not only for Trans Radio UK, but for the whole Irish scene, because unlike Britain, Ireland has hitherto not had a permanent LGBT. LGBTQIA station. Ireland's radio services developed differently to the UK. Commercial radio was banned for a long time, so during the 70s, 
and 80s, there was a huge movement of pirate broadcasters. Tony Allen, already a veteran of the British station Radio Caroline, where he became Britain's first out gay DJ, joined the hugely successful Dublin-based pirate Radio Nova in 1981. Well, in 1988, the Doyle passed anti-pirate legislation and promised community radio, although this process took a very long time and is still not completed. So, Trans Radio UK's joining DAB Plus services in Ireland will be welcomed by many, many listeners, whatever their gender identity. So get those radios on and pump up the volume Ireland. For these new stories and further detail and much, much more, check out our website at shoutoutradio.lgbt. For shoutout news, this has been Terry Starr. And Ezra Peregrine. Shoutout news. National and international LGBT news for you. So I guess this is where we say hello Ireland. Shout out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Leave Before You Love Me. Uh, that's uh, by a group called Marshmallow uh, and the Jonas Brothers, yeah. Ez says I have to point that out because she loves them. <laughs> oh, and Terry. <laughs> so I like that. That's a lovely song. So Now, uh, uh, events are back. Uh, yeah. uh, one in particular that um, I didn't realise got mentioned so much before we even talked to them on the show because um, uh, did you notice that um, OTR mentioned them earlier as well? Yeah, so. they're, they're, yeah <laughs> the, the Trans Pro South West, you're getting a lot of plug-in tonight. Indeed. Um, <laughs> and in, in the studio with us we've got Alfie and Cass. Um, hello and welcome to the pair of you. I think you've been on with Thank us you. before, haven't you? Thank you. Yeah, it's really good to be here and it's good to be in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, uh, get, give us an idea. First, first of all, when is Trans Pride uh, Southwest happening? How far away are we from it? So we're getting very close. It's happening next week. We've got a number of events going on throughout the week. Uh, so it's uh, oh, marvellous. Yeah, so it's close. a whole week full of stuff. A bit, a bit, a bit like a uh, uh, big one. Do you want to kind of give us some idea? What kind of things can people expect this year? Well, Monday, Monday the thirteenth to um, Saturday the twentieth is Trans Pride Week. Right. That's the whole week. Okay. Cool. Um, we where we've got a we we completely sold out on our um, spoken and written word event, which is on Tuesday, I believe, Cas. Yeah, that's on Tuesday the sixteenth. That's being hosted at the watershed. But I'm afraid to say you're going to be too late for tickets on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're moving swiftly on then. To <laughs> the that's that's good. It's good though. I mean, we're not yeah. going to yeah. knock yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's great. But uh, yeah, what, what else have we got on in the week then? Well, what, what we have got on Thursday the eighteenth of November in uh, in Bristol in Z, Z- Ali is a, a great comedy night, and there's still tickets available. So uh, get on our. Um, Website, find out you find out where you can get them and, and get them where you can. Oh, amazing! Where, where's the comedy night being held? That's uh, in a place called Z Alley, which is the centre of Bristol. Oh, right, right, okay. Oh, oh yes, I know. It's a tiny little alleyway, right, right in the centre near, um, yeah, um, behind Baldwin Street, isn't it? I think. Uh, the, the next one across, I think. Yeah. I could be wrong. I think it's somewhere near Christmas Steps, but I've never been there myself, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> just look on the map, I guess. Is, uh, yeah. So um, what, what kind of comedy is it? Is it like a well, mixture of things with stand-up? Well, or? we have got some trans uh, comedians, and, and we're very, uh, very, very pleased to have uh, Jen Ives on the... Uh, comedy uh, show as well who who famously um, managed to get into the LGB Alliance conference just recently so we expect some uh. good good anecdotes from her <laughs> indeed trans power <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely so that's on the Thursday then on the Friday we're hoping to put on a gender-free fashion show we might change that we're, we're still working on that one a little bit 
Um, we're going to have Trans Day Remembered Vigil on the Friday this year, the 19th. We know that Tidal is on the 20th, but we're going to do that online right. the day before because it clashes with our community day. Right. Uh, we will be showing the, the, the stream again, our community day, on the 20th. Right. Did I see somewhere, Kaz, that um, there's going to be like a fashion swap where people bring um, clothes in that they don't want anymore and other people can pick up? And that's at the community day, which is on the Saturday at the station. Oh, OK. And uh, that's from 12 till 5. Right. And then is that the big event? Is it? Is that that, the main that's one? the big event on the yeah. Saturday, okay. and the Saturday events this year is International Transgender Day of Remembrance. Yeah. So of course there'll be more to us this year. Yeah. Because as we know, it's the de- it's the the day that all, all trans people dread. But we're going to celebrate it this year because hmm. we deserve to celebrate being alive. We haven't been here for two years, so we're going to make the most of it. And then we've got our meetups. We've got three meetups. Uh, six till seven is Transfem hosted by Kaz. Uh, seven till eight is in the Bristol Bear Bar, hosted by Nathan. And uh, me, Alfie, I'm hosting the non-brainy one in the Old Market Assembly. Ah, right. cool. And then nine o'clock, back to the station again for a boogie until late. Yep. <laughs> we've got a fantastic <laughs> after party um, on the evening of Saturday the 20th, where we've got some DJs lined up and a special performance from Brittle Boys as well. And... Again, yeah, we've still got some tickets left for that, so so get those while you can. Yeah, cool. Because uh, I mean, we, we 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 do we do forget. I mean, it is it is that there's a point to these things, you know. I mean, the reason that a prize exists is to you know bring bring the attention, especially if it's on Tidor as well. You know, it's it's yeah. a it's a very yeah. poignant day and a day of you know, remembering what's happened. But it also shouldn't be doom and gloom. We should you know party no. and celebrate no. who we are. Pride, and, yeah. Pride is both a like, protest and, yeah. and a celebration. Yeah. So you know we've got. Um, before we get to our community today, we will be having a, a gathering on College Green um, for a sort of protest and a possibly a march to the through the centre of Bristol. Right. So, uh, but we, we want to celebrate um, as well. So we've got you know, the after party and the meetups, comedy, and we're looking forward to it. Looking forward to the best bits as well as the more sombre bits. Cool. I can't remember if you managed to pull much off last year. I think some of it went online, didn't it? Uh, because because of COVID last year, is it, is it yeah. good to be back and actually be able to it's do really, events? Really good to be back. It's, it's been, great. been yeah. quite hard this year, hasn't it, Alfie, to put it yeah. together? Definitely, um, because everything everywhere got booked up. Very right. Quickly, so. Okay. Well, I suppose I suppose that's to be expected. I mean, yeah. everybody's been so cooped up for yeah. so long. It's lovely to uh, actually be able to meet up and, and the like. And um, you know, are, are you seeing some of the other events? Um, um, you know, the, the trans events that go on because there are other things other than um, um, Trans Pride Southwest. Are you starting to see those start back up as well and that that kind of thing? Well, yeah, we always have our Pride in, in November, or mm. we have done uh, up until you know now. Um, so we're sort of the last one, one of the last ones on on the circuit. Um, and obviously in the summer, a lot of the Prides were cancelled, um, yes. including Bristol Pride, but obviously yes, it was mostly certainly. online. So I mean, that's one reason why we're really pleased to be a mixture of um, some online events and some in-person events. Uh, and it's going to be really good, hopefully. We're looking there, forward um, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Is there a link-up between um, the trans Prides across the country? Do you all keep in touch with each other? And um, probably through things like you know, social media. I, I, I monitor you know, Trans Pride Brighton, and mm. there are some new pride, uh, prides um, starting up as well. So, oh, okay. which you know, so, so we kind of try to give mm. them advice and let them point them to our pride and, and build off yeah. one another. A lot of people forget that it was actually two uh, trans women of colour that started the Stonewall Rights in the first place. Yes, so, so indeed. It's 
it's important that we get recognised for who we are, rather than who people think we are. Yeah. Yes. And um, I, I've got some thanks to give, if that's okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, we'd like to thank our venues, the Exchange, the Old Market Assembly, the Bristol Bear Bar, To The Moon, uh, the Station, also the Queen Shilling Nightclub, uh, the Phoenix and the Old Market Tavern, also the Sisters of the Order of Perpetual Indulgence, Sing Out Bristol, uh, our allies and supporters, and last but not least, shout out Radio for having us today. <laughs> thank you. Lovely. Um, and I'd also like to say we would f- like to f- uh, thank some, some of our sponsors uh, this year. We, we've got some sponsorship from Aviva. Um, oh, that's good. That's brilliant. And yeah. some other, a couple of other places too. I've just forgotten. I should Burgess yeah. Salmon. Uh, Burgess Salmon, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's really good news. Which has been it? really important yeah. to us because we have yeah. struggled with fundraising. And also, I'd like to thank uh, Punker and DTYM for putting on an excellent um, party fundraiser party for us last Saturday, which DTYM. was really well don't, attended. Don't tell your mother. I know that one. Don't tell your mother. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. did tell her, unfortunately. <laughs> 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 and we sold out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially a very good night that. I haven't been to that. In in a, in a few years oh, no, it, was, it, was, it was absolutely brilliant on yeah. Saturday so many good so many people there really enjoying themselves again getting out for the, you know, for the first time for ages and uh, and hopefully um, you know, they've made a good sum of money for us so yeah. thank you very much yeah. and it sounds like it's growing as well I mean uh, taking yeah. last year out of the equation because everything got to stopped for it but I mean it, you're seeing like the event grow and the attendance grow year on year are you? Yes, certainly in our community today, yeah. the attendance has been going up year on year. You know, I only attended first myself in 2018, um, but you know, every year it's, it's getting more and more popular, and that's, that's really good. It just shows that you know, um, we're doing a, a good job and there is a need for, mm. for this sort of event. Yeah. Have you seen that um, there's a, a, a crossing being put in in London? Of I the have, yes. Trans, yes. Have you had any ideas about getting on the phone to Marvin Reese <laughs> and well, saying, Marvin, you know, come on? You know, Steph, believe you me, I have my contacts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, you know, we were really pleased to see the um, progress flag, uh, flag in the centre of Bristol. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And that's a certainly a good st- start. Um, yeah. I will be maybe pestering some people for... Uh, well, it was good to uh, see the trans yeah. flag actually being used yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, on its own yes. um, in London. Um, and let's hope that spreads throughout the country. Of course. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, if people want to find out more, um, where's the best place for them to go find out and book events and the like? Uh, right. Are you? I'm assuming your social media as well, but have you got a website and that kind of thing? We do have our own website. We've just revamped it, actually, and it's um, tpsw.co.uk. You'll find it. Um, details of our events there. We've also got uh, Twitter at TransPrideSW, Facebook and, and Insta. Which oh, I don't you're an Insta as well. I'm not an Insta, but some of the other members of the team are into Insta. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, listen, uh, thank you um, to the pair of you for coming to talk about it. Um, thank you so much. And, uh, only a week to go, so I'm, I'm sure you'll run ragged at the moment. So it's nice for you to kind of yeah. stop and come say hello to us and let the listeners know. Uh, uh, you heard the website. Um, we will also make sure we stick it up on our, our show page when it, when it goes up uh, later on. So uh, don't worry if you miss the address. We'll make sure it goes up there too. So, But uh, uh, for now, thank you. Um, and thank you. Uh, have Thanks a so great lots. event. Uh, you're listening to Shout Out. Stay with us. We'll be back in a minute. The Shout Out Podcast. Thursday the 11th of November marks Remembrance Day when we remember those who lost their lives in wars across the world and this weekend marks Remembrance Sunday when people across the UK remember Armistice Day.
armistice took place on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month in 1918, which is why the UK always holds a two-minute silence on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month to commemorate the signing of the armistice, which was signed in northern France and forced Germans to evacuate invaded countries within a two-week period. To talk about Remembrance Day is to talk about all of those who have dedicated their lives to serve in the military, and of course, that includes all of the LGBTQIA plus people who served. It wasn't until 1982 that the military enacted a policy explicitly banning gay men from their ranks. Before that, however, same-sex relations were criminalised and calls for discharge, and in the early 1940s it was classified as a mental illness, disqualifying gay men and lesbians from service. In an article by Hugh Kay, it's written that World War I sparked the modern gay rights movement. Millions of men and women from different backgrounds, cultures and lifestyles contributed to help Britain during the First World War. He shares that gay soldiers who survived the bloodletting returned home convinced their governments owed them something, full citizenship, especially in Germany where gay rights had already had a tenuous footing. They formed new organisations to advocate in public for their rights. Though the movement that called itself homosexual emancipation began on the 19th, in the 19th century, his research shows that the war turned the 19th century movement into gay rights as we know them today. Army historian D. Harvey claims that homosexuality was not exactly unknown in the British Army during the First World War. Homosexuality was not only illegal in the UK at the time, but there was also strong social currents, particularly among the upper classes, opposing same-sex relationships. And as a result, at least 230 soldiers were court-martialed, convicted and sentenced to terms of imprisonment for homosexual offences. Many gay men were ostracised and were reported to their superiors for indecency. Stephen Bourne, author of Fighting Proud, the untold story of the gay men who served in two world wars, said, When I started to look closely at the experiences of gay men in the war, I found that despite homophobia, there were many who were integrated. There were lads and comrades and pals. The experiences of gay men were as diverse and different as their heterosexual comrades. Some were accepted and some were not. As a gay man, that was really empowering and an emotional discovery. So, did they ever reveal their sexuality? Well, although many gay men and women quietly outed themselves and were often accepted by their comrades, efforts would have been taken to hide the fact from superiors. And this struggle is evident in, crypt in cryptically phrased letters from the front line. A total of about 70 million people were mobilised on all sides during a conflict which lasted 52 months. As many as 19 million are thought to have died, with a further 21 million injured. And so, even if only 2% of people are homosexual and not the one in ten that some people think. That means an awful lot of gay men fought and died. War poet Wilfred Owen, who died a week before the armistice, was signed and is famous for works such as Anthem for Doomed Youth. And Sigri Sassoon, who survived the war and whose poems include Suicide in the Trenches and Aftermath, were both gay, although it was not public knowledge at the time. Another war poet, Rupert Brooke, is said to have described himself as one half outright heterosexual, one quarter outright homosexual and one quarter sentimental homosexual. Brooke, best known for The Soldier, If I should die, think only this of me, that there's some corner of a foreign field that is forever England, died of blood poisoning on a hospital ship. At least 230 fighting gay men were court-martialed and sent to prison.
Others were tried and convicted in civilian courts. Lieutenant Wilfred Marsden of the Royal Flying Corps, which was soon to become the RAF, appeared at the Old Bailey in London in January 1916 and was sentenced to two years' hard labour. A letter from a fellow officer, F.R. West, was found in his possession detailing a liaison. He was perfectly charming and very affectionate. His legs, my dear, were too wonderful. The UK's persecution of homosexuals persevered through the Second World War, where many men felt forced to hide their orientation. Gay men fight and have fought gallantly and died for their countries, but officers who were found guilty of indecency and tried to re-enlist as common soldiers were referred to as the Dirty Brigade. How they were thought of may best be summed up in John Bushan's 1916 novel Green Mantle, a sort of follow-up to the more famous The 39 Steps, when the hero sees the quarters of a German officer. At first sight, you would have said it was a woman's drawing room, but it wasn't. I soon saw the difference, the queer other side to my host. It took until 2000 for the British Armed Forces to accept openly LGBTQI plus people, marking a dramatic shift in attitudes. Now there's equality, heterosexual senior officers are concerned about saying the wrong things. Can you imagine? Bourne concludes, I think in my lifetime it's wonderful to have seen that. I never thought I would see it happen. We must also remember it was not just British soldiers impacted by this. It was also soldiers who joined the British Army from the Commonwealth countries, as well as Gurkhas and the many South Irish citizens who crossed the Irish borders into Northern Ireland to join the British Army. LGBTQI plus veterans of World War II became some of the first to fight military discrimination and blue discharges in the years following World War II. However, military discrimination became a cornerstone issue for the LGBTQI plus civil rights movement in the decades following the Vietnam War. The debate continued until 2010 when Don't Ask, Don't Tell was repealed and military service members could serve openly. Over the last couple of months, Shout Out have been broadcasting the incredible and profoundly moving Fighting with Pride stories of LGBTQIA plus people who have served in the military and who have all had unique experiences during that time. The Fighting with Pride charity supports the health and well-being of LGBTQIA plus veterans and their families. Pink News have written an article dedicated to LGBTQIA plus veterans where they have explored the subject of LGBTQIA plus military veterans having their stripped medals returned to them in time to wear them for this Remembrance Sunday. Fighting with Pride CEO Craig Jones, a former Navy commander, said We are delighted the Ministry of Defence is at last giving the return of medals the priority it deserves. Now LGBTQI plus veterans will be able to join the solemn act of remembrance wearing the medals they so rightfully earned. A Ministry of Defence spokesperson said it will always remain deeply regrettable that members of the armed forces were historically discriminated against because of their sexuality. We are pleased to be offering the restoration of medals to veterans who forfeited them for this reason. Fighting with pride will, for the first time this year, lay an official wreath at the Cenotaph in London for Remembrance Sunday in honour of LGBTQI plus military members who lost their lives. The wreath bearer will be Elaine Chambers, a former army nurse who was accused of indecent assault and kicked out of the military, all because of her relationship with another woman. She later co-founded the group Rank Outsider, which fought against the ban on gay people serving the UK military and finally won its battle in the European Court of Human Rights in September 1999. She told the Mirror, I am genuinely moved to be taking part in this emotional event.
And so to conclude, more recently, campaigners have praised the armed forces for the diversity and inclusion work in recent years. All three services have made it into the Stonewall Top 100 employers list. Laura Russell, director of campaigns at Stonewall, told Sky News, we know they have made efforts with their policies and with their community engagement to actually attract LGBTQI plus staff into those services. I think it's an incredibly important recognition of the bravery of everyone who serves in the armed forces and that should be respected, whoever they are. about Shoutout Radio, visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shoutout. LGBT Radio for you. The Shoutout Podcast. That's a uh, uh, El Silencio by uh, Frank Valkyrie. Am I saying that right? Um, probably not. <laughs> um, <laughs> say, El, El Silencio. Terry, your starter for ten. Um, who made that famous and wow. when? I don't know. I'm a clue. Big L. But, oh, was it? Yes, it was, it was the last one. track they played when the government shut them down. The Marine oh. Offences Bill was that August 1967. August the 14th. Yeah. It would have been 67. So that was the track. Well, you're right, right, actually, did. And they also played A Day in the Life. I think it was the last commercial record they and played. And that was my last track for Gloss FM when it went bust. And I went to the studios, and I was going to be the last show, and that was going to be my last track, El Silencio. Ah. And the the lawyers barricaded the door and wouldn't let me in. That's what happens when somebody goes. But of course, they were doing that because they knew you were going there. You know <laughs> that, <right>? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Thornbury, uh, you know I've, I've, I've seen the me, right? Yeah. Thornbury yeah. <laughs> does have Thornbury FM now, of course, which we broadcast on, don't we? On we do. 105.1, I think. Yes. Yeah. There's yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I love the news earlier. So can, can we officially say Hello Ireland? Yes. Uh, because yes. it's yes. brilliant yes. news. Can, yeah. um, do you know how to do it in Irish? I don't know. And I'm not even going to try uh, because they're new listeners. I don't want to offend them. It's not easy. Hello. To, to, um, I've never know, been to Ireland. Gaelic is quite difficult. Wow. My, my, my husband does. He absolutely loves the place. Me too. Um, and one of our closest yeah. friends is Irish. Well, um, now yeah. they're listening and to uh, Shout yeah. Out. They might want us all to pop across. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you said there because you pronounced your T's. <laughs> <laughs> what show was that? <laughs> Can I just say hello to my Irish my Irish relatives who, who live near Dublin? Phoebe. Uh, yeah. Yes, Cad. Well oh, done. Can. Yes. <laughs> Um, though um, what we should have said then uh, after Kaz had done that is that no you can't <laughs> <laughs> exactly so, uh, now I've got some news for you how many of you remember Mrs Doubtfire Oh, um, do, you remember, do you remember the film? The classic line, my first day as a woman, I'm already feeling hot flushes. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I do remember. So, yeah. so, well, they're making it a musical. Um, oh. And it's coming in 2022. I'm actually opening uh, Manchester's Opera House. Um, so that's wow. going to be interesting. Yeah. So, so let's all, we, should we all go up to Manchester? Do you think they'll let us across the border? <laughs> Some of us. <laughs> the problem is for us Bristolians, we can't go any further than Cheltenham because the, no. the the planet ends. Fortunately, so do you, do you like musicals then? Because I know Hairspray's coming to Bristol soon as well. Who is Hairspray? Is it the musical? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, well, I what I don't like is going to theatres that have dodgy seats that hurt my back. 
Uh, I like going to cinemas with those big leather seats that recline and. Oh, uh, uh, see, you know, other, other cinemas are available, but you got to try the Everyman. Up I have. Ladies Road. I have, it's and like there's sofa. they're all over the country now. Those yeah. cinemas, yeah, big sofas. Yeah, uh, yeah lovely. Tier seats. I love hairspray. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And, and there's a link with Baltimore, isn't there, in every one of his musicals? I can't think who well, wrote it. Well, he's from Baltimore, isn't he? So. Oh, well, sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, I knew that, Andy. <laughs> I was just seeing if you knew that. Goodness. Uh, sorry, I'll be going. Uh, but again, you see, it's one of those, because, I mean, a lot of it was shot because of COVID, you know, mm. and, and uh, I've got friends who work in the industry who really struggled the whole way through mm. um, because, of course, none of the theatres were open. They, they couldn't perform and, mm. and the like. And there were a few things, like the BBC tried to help, didn't they? They, they did. Um, um, audiences with and had some of the big famous people like um, Sri McKellen and, yeah. and the I like would like to remember. go to Verona Coliseum and watch Puccini's Tarandot that's not a musical top gay opera it is opera and I don't think there's any LGBTQI characters in it whatsoever mm, no. but I just love that but a lot of LGBTQI people in opera oh, oh absolutely the opera. Oh, well, well, there's, musical, yeah. there's the tenuous link right there thank <laughs> you Mr Stark <laughs> I think before we go we've got some news about the It's a Sin cast yeah Ollie is going to oh. be baking yeah so I was just having a look um, on uh, Pink News because they often have lots of uplifting stories and they didn't disappoint. They've shared that Ollie Alexander and It's a Syncast are reuniting for a special Bake Off episode and fans can't deal. Yay! Um, their actual slogan was, on your marks, get set, la! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's going to have uh, Ollie Alexander, Lydia West, Nathaniel Curtis and Sean Dooley who are throwing on their tinsel and aprons to compete for top festive baker. Now, I don't know how true it is, Brilliant. but there's also rumours he might be the next Doctor Who. There is those rumours. He, he, he has talked it down, but you never, never say never. Well, yeah. considering yeah. who's now going to be running the whole Doctor Who thing. In the, well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you been watching? What's it called? The, the camera on Flux. Yeah, mm. current series. Yeah, you, you don't, yeah, you don't seem that impressed. Yeah. Well, I don't. <laughs> Your actual stand there was. I'm like, not keen yeah. on the current writer. I love Jodie. I just yeah. love her being the Doctor, but I'm not keen on the right the current writer. It's not Moffat anymore, is it? No. Is it still Moffat? It's Chris Chibnall, isn't it? Is yeah. the show running at the moment? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm on a lot of Whovian Facebook pages, and um, what I will say is that they're just glad. That uh, different writer is coming in. <laughs> well, no, controversial. I know, yes. I know. I reckon that what I love is the fact you just know the Daleks are coming back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and with glitter. I really with glittery do. Daleks. <laughs> There's something quite camp about the Daleks, anyway, isn't there? Yeah. Something quite ineffectual and screechy. Really? About. That's how it, it didn't I've seem always, like that. I, in black I and white Terry s- back in the sixties. I never found Daleks scary. I, I prefer no, gothic horror, like the Weeping Angels, for example. Oh, oh god, oh, very sinister. Oh god, that's yeah. a very sinister. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, they uh, scare me now. Yeah, it's amazing because that's the imagination. Oh yeah, no. it's the wow. worst one. Andy, aren't they? Oh, no you filter. didn't get where you are today. <laughs> Spill did the you? tea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish what I've said. It's your imagination that is the worst. Was yes. what I was trying to point My out, especially yours. What specifically me? <laughs> yeah, specifically so, you, sir. Uh, but anyway, when, when is it? Go- is, is it series next year that will then be under? No, Russell it's C. this Davis? Christmas Bake Off. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm still on Bake Off. Oh. <laughs> Yes, we have, Tinsel and tea cakes, We have a sorry. series rolling up to Christmas. Then next year, three special Doctor Who's on BBC One, and then the year after, there will be a uh, the, the changeover to Russell T yeah. Davis taking over.
the program. He's very excited. And a new doctor as well. Yeah, and he's been really lovely and very humble about it. He just can't wait to get back on board. No, well, it goes round, doesn't it? So, anyway, that's it for this week. As always, there's loads more on our website. Check it out and catch up with her podcast at shoutoutradio.lgbt. She's laughing because she had to put her glasses on so quick. <laughs> uh, next week, we're looking at Cutie Pock in STEM. Uh, join us for that. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. From myself, from Terry, from Ez, and from Steph, and from Transpride Southwest. Say bye bye, everyone. Bye bye, Such fun. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you.